We got myself, Tyre, we got Chris, we got Tanner, we got Max, and we have you guys, the listeners. Now, before we get started, um, real quick, uh, to all the Mako students, uh, if you're looking for um, advancement in your career, in your field, um, contact Career Services, uh, schedule an appointment over in the College Hall. Um, those guys will help you out with um, internships and, you know, just overall, you know, your direction and your future. So, go ahead on scheduling an appointment those guys will help you out a ton a serious ton so you know don't hesitate graduates especially yes yes i'm looking at you chris yes i'm graduating yes wow (laughs) you know after that whole intro you just did i don't think i should ever be allowed to sit behind the board that was that was i was i'm awestruck right Uh, now uh, oh my uh, goodness thank you you're my you're my hero thank you i appreciate that Um, i think you need to find better heroes but okay sure Uh, (laughs) we have a lot to get into like i said it's been two weeks um, I've been chopping at the bit. We uh, so let's start off with some flyers talk. Oh, oh boy. Okay, um, uh, Chris, this uh, is dedicated to you. Uh, I feel as though uh, this is highly appropriate for you. Yeah, I like the combination of the two songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, shout out to Wayne Simmons. All right. Well, I want to start out with this. Look, I am over the moon happy for Wayne Simmons. He went from being on a tweener, maybe playoff team, probably going to miss team, to a legit contender. The Nashville Predators are a legit contender this year. I am so, and you know, I would say this past trade deadline, uh, this was the most exciting trade deadline in the hockey world, at least in the. That this is the most fun I've had because so much change has happened between and the Nashville Predators I would say are probably one of the more improved teams after this trade deadline. Like I mean, before they traded for Wayne Simmons, they traded uh, away one of their younger uh, prospects named Kevin Fiala, relatively good young winger for Michael Granlin, who is a established center in this league that really shores up their center depth. You got Johansson. I would put Granlin at second second line center. Kyle Turris and Brian Boyle. And then Wayne Simmons, uh, that th- that team is very scary now. Not only are they skilled, they are, they now have a guy who can not just score goals, but they can, he can punch people in the face. And I am just so happy for Wayne Simmons. If the Flyers do not make the playoffs, Nashville is my team. Now, <laughs> you look at me. My problem. Oh, geez, here we go. With this trade. Oh boy. Chuck Fletcher. Or as, for some reason, people like to call you, Chaz. Chaz Fletcher. (laughs) New general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers. I know you probably didn't go into those negotiations asking for a mediocre player and a fourth-round pick for, I would argue, probably the third most important player on the Flyers. (laughs) But... How is that all you get? How is that all you get? Ryan, Ryan Hartman better wow the socks off of me, 
Or I will get into a Peter Griffin chicken fight with Chuck Fletcher. So you don't like him, like, nailing people to the wall? Because me personally, I love that. What, 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 Ryan Hartman? Yes. Okay. I didn't see the game last night, but apparently people were impressed by Ryan Hartman. Yes, yep. and definitely. That's the type of athlete I like. Look. Putting behinds on the ground. Okay. Yeah. He had a major hit. Major hit. Everybody was cheering him because Simmons, that's kind of his like what he did all his years here in Philly. Yeah. And then last night, that one hit he had. He, he hit a guy. Out. Yeah. Yeah, and took two penalties. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I guess he took a shot on goal. What were you looking for in the trade? Like, what did you want back? I, second round. Or I wanted. Round? I I wanted at least a second round pick and a mid level prospect. You think Wayne Simmons is worth a second round pick at this point in his career? Yes. Yeah, that's on the downside of thirty years old. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the upside. He's nah. like he's thirty. Was he thirty one? I think he's thirty one. Look that. I I I was looking for because Nashville was always one of those teams that. And by the way. I knew this was coming. I'm not upset that Wayne Simmons is gone. I saw it coming. Everybody saw it coming. The return is what I'm pissed off about. This is a guy who I – he has scored 20 goals every year he has been in this city, and there were two years where he scored 30. Yeah. And that is – that is – okay, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. I don't want to say above average. It's a solid, a solid line. <laughs> very, sure. very solid very player. Solid. Very solid pe- player. No, he's not worst. Of, wor- worst. He's not worth a first round pick. Or, I wouldn't say that. I, I was looking for, for, okay, the guy that the Nashville Predators traded to Minnesota, Kevin Fiala. I would have been perfectly happy with that. Very talented yeah. young scoring winger. Yeah. For a older, right, more gruffy, yeah. <laughs> scoring winger. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to say this. I think Max, please. Simmons, yeah. I think the last couple of seasons watching the games, I don't see him bringing that same um, – well, how should I say I, I don't see him bringing not, – not the intensity, but the production. I don't see the production. I know you're saying he's been consistent each season long. But I think now we have more established guys. Jeroen obviously has been here to captain, but we got younger guys, Nolan Patrick. And the thing that makes Wayne Simmons great, not only his physicality, but also in front of the net, punching those pucks home. Oh, yeah. Those are rebounds. But when we got JVR in the offseason, Van Riemsdyk, he kind of took over that that first that first team line power play. Yep. So I think at this point, Simmons, every time I watch him, I don't see him bringing anything. And I've watched a lot of hockey this year. I watch a lot of Flyers games. And I just don't see him bringing it. He's not, he's not a good skater. He takes bad penalties. And I just don't see him bringing that same in front of the net production. He's always going to be a physical player. That's kind of what, he, what he's been his whole career. But he's not, he's not giving you that same production. I think... Once JVR took over that first line power play in front of the net, he was, you know, I think it was his time to go. And I know that you don't like the return. No. But he, he needed to go. And I think. Yeah, he, he needed to. Not look, only that. Look, me personally, I just feel like I don't get connected to players. I just don't get connected Dude, to Wayne, players anymore. Wayne Simmons is different. He's been here eight I, seasons. I don't care who you time. are. I don't care who you are. Listen, we're going to get into the Nick Foles thing in a minute. Yeah. But look here. I'm not. I don't Listen. I, when I my mother purchased me an Eagles jersey as a Christmas gift, and I asked her to put my name on it because I know athletes leave. Yes, they do. I don't get connected to athletes anymore. I don't. I'm connected to a team, not the athlete. Players come, players go, and that's just how I yeah. feel. I'm well, numb to it at this. Simmons point. was great for us. His he eight was, years here. He and really I appreciate was. what he did. Right. I, I, I'm not upset that he. Like I said, I'm not upset that he left. I'm upset about the return. Right. That's I, what I'm much I'm more. I'm just gonna upset say about. that the whole going into the deadline there was. 
a lot of things we could have done as a team. You know, there, there was Agassiz Bear was on the block at one point. People were saying maybe we can get rid of him. They didn't like his cap value. But I think now That's we're still we're still in position right now. We didn't kill ourselves for the playoff run. No, no, yeah, you know, you're we right. We didn't completely tear this whole thing down. We still have good core guys, and we still can make a, a run at the second wild card. I, I still don't get those people. The let's trade Goss to spare people. My goodness, calm down. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I know. It's the same people who say Giroux is the problem. We're gonna crucify no, he, Carter Hart for his you know lackluster two, last couple of games. He got pulled two games in a row. He's twenty flipping years old. All right, he's give, younger than me. That's saying something. Let's let's. Take a deep breath. He's been relatively good. Okay, this is another thing you you might have been you might have heard about this. Jordan Bington, the new starting goalie for St. Louis, has been phenomenal. Everybody's comparing Carter Hart to him. Yeah, they're hot the, right now. The guy is what twelve two and one with five shutouts. Everyone's comparing Carter Hart to him, and they're like, "Why is this guy? You know, right. why is Carter Hart not this guy?" Jordan Bington's also twenty five. Yeah, much more developed. Played. He's played. Five more years of professional hockey than Carter Hart. Can we take a breath, please? Yeah. He, he's going to be great. He's going to be fine. And, oh, and since we missed two weeks, I I was also a little upset with the Anthony Stolarz trade. At really? first, At first I was because I've, I've always liked Stolarz. Right. Because he doesn't have a lot of NHL action. Right. But in most of the games I've seen him, he's been solid. But after, you know – you know, sitting on the trade a little bit. Yeah. I'm growing more into it. Cam Talbot will be a very serviceable backup. We saw Brian Elliott. I, I really don't and think yeah. it hurt us. You know, I think Stol- he's an okay guy. Stolarz, he's, I mean, every time he was out there, he'll win some, he'll lose some, but yeah. I don't think he's a game changer. You know, as a backup goalie, we got our guy Carter Hart, yep. and now we have Brian Elliott as a veteran backup. I'm okay with it, honestly. I, I, I was kind of curious to see if they would move Brian Elliott. Just because yeah, they got Cam too. Talbot. He, now. The problem with him was he, he was a little injury, you know, injury yeah, earlier true. season. People that's were true. a little shaky with it, but I still think I like our position. We got a big game coming up against Columbus. They're ahead of us that, um, in, the, in the standing, so it's going to be a huge game. Was that Thursday night? I think. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't. Columbus. Okay. I, I was talking about how Nashville really yeah. improved. Columbus yeah. is a scary they did, they did, team they, now. They, Matt Duchesne and Ryan Dezingle. You add that those two to Artemi Panarin. And Pierre-Luc Dubois and that whole forward court. They are the best team in the yeah. Metro division. I would put them ahead of the Penguins, ahead of the Capitals. I still have no clue what they're drinking in Long Island. <laughs> like that, yeah, New York, that, that, Islanders. That team was, everyone was like, oh, yeah, bottom five of the league. They're yeah. leading the Metro division. Are yeah. you kidding me? I, we're, little by little, we're keep creeping up the standings. We just, we, with we that are. win last night against Buffalo, we hopped over them in the standings. Now we just got one more team. You got, you got to hop past Columbus. And then we got Pittsburgh right there in the second wild card. So, yeah, um, there's nine. It's just I, it? they may run out of games. Yeah. Yeah. How many are left? Nineteen games. Not nineteen. And speaking of uh, creeping up the standings, um, let's talk some NFL. I know, um, like I said, we've been off for two weeks, so we didn't get a chance to talk about this. But the Cleveland Browns signing Kareem Hunt. Who? To a one year? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, the 2017 rushing leader, Kareem Hunt. The Kareem Hunt that was a part of that prolific Chiefs offense. And, of course, we all know the story, you know, him getting caught on video, you know, abusing his girlfriend and eventually being released by the Chiefs and now being picked up by Cleveland. Um, From a football standpoint of view, you know, what, what do you guys think of his, that move? Was it his girlfriend? I thought it was just a random girl. It was girl. just a random girl. Oh, was it was it a just a random girl. Random girl. Okay. It's definitely still the same a, thing happened. Definitely a controversial pickup. But football-wise, the Browns. 
Brown's got a great pickup, but we got to go back and think about how this affects the other players in the locker room. And that's another thing I was going to kind of get into because, okay, from my personal standpoint of view, listen, and I'm going to say this right now, there is no reason a man should ever put his hands on a woman, and that's period, point blank. Mm -hmm. There's no argument with it. If you ever feel as though you were about to be put in that situation, you need to walk away from that situation, or you need to see that situation coming and not put yourself in that situation in the first place. That's first and foremost. Right. So with all that being said, you know, I was raised by women. So, of course, I feel some type of way when I seen this story. But at the end of the day, I think we'll, what we all have to learn is we have to learn to forgive. He's young. Yes, he made a dumb mistake. All of us in here are in our early 20s. We are going to make dumb mistakes. It's going to happen. And we shouldn't be held responsible for what we did in our youth. We forgive. Now, should he do it again? Then I'm going to chastise him. Yeah, it's a different, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. So long as he strays on the straight now, so long as he learns his lesson, I forgive him. Let the man play. That's yeah. what I said. Listen, we all know Kareem Hunt's great. I mean, last, last he was the Chiefs, he was insane, right? I mean, leading rusher yes. in the NFL. But I don't understand the Cleveland team. That he, I yeah. Mean, that they got a, Nick Chubb. Yeah, from you know? a football standpoint of view, that doesn't make sense unless they really not, unless they really not fail in Nick Chubb. But I don't understand that because he all he's season, done. The, the second half, especially last year, once yes. they traded away Carlos Hyde to Jacksonville, they yeah. gave him the you know gave him the reins, and then he took off. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how how that plays out. That uh, maybe they'll just tandem duo there, I guess. Yeah, because um, who? Yeah, who who was the second string runner? Well, that, they had who, uh, who was that? Uh, why why was am that, I? Was that Duke Johnson? Well, Duke Johnson. Duke was Johnson. 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 Yeah. Johnson. Yep. He became more of a wideout last year, didn't right. he? No, yeah. in a way. Right. He was their uh, he was their passing back. Yeah. Let it be known, this isn't Kareem Hunt's first incident. He has two others. Mm. So one at a nightclub, and another. That oh, boy. Was yeah. that during during his NFL career? Or was before he was, was that, he in college? Was or? that college? Yeah. Um, in June, actually. So oh, this is really? after February. In June. With him, what, what was the situation? Do you have this? This situation? was at yeah. um, involved. Beating a can at a Kansas City nightclub, left the victim unconscious. What? Was it a, was it a wow. woman? Was it a woman? It was a man. Uh-huh. Once again, all young athletes listening to this show. Hopefully, you are. Um, and I can probably speak to all of you guys. Look, don't ever put yourself in a dumb situation when you know you are of an elevated stature. Seriously. When did you say that happened? June. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I, I seriously, like once again, I seriously hope that you know he learns from these mistakes, mm-hmm. and that's all we can do. Yeah. And actually, these one the one of the three incidents was in Ohio. Wow, at a resort. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. Wow. Not a lot of guys get three strikes like that. No. Usually, it's just one time and you're done. But it's only because of the talent that he has. But once again, talent eventually does run out. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're still a human being at the end of it. So, yeah. look. Once he again, obviously, he upgrades the offense, definitely. He obviously, does. Yeah. He does. No but doubt about it. They got Baker there, and then they got two great running backs. And now they got, they got some wideouts there. Jarvis is there, too, still. So, look out, man. Cleveland last year, almost. You know, that, that yeah. last game against Paul, I mean... Throughout the season, they had our ups and downs, obviously, but I mean, surprised some people to a certain extent. You know, right. none of us expected. There's a couple success. great guys in that locker room that will hopefully help straighten him out. Right. Baker's been through some drama too, yeah, before right. even being drafted. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that can really fix a player like that is a good 
locker room to really surround him with. Yeah. You know, that's the most important thing. That's the one thing he needs right now is that that brotherhood around him. Right. Let him know, hey, look, no, nah, that ain't the way to do it. No, nah, you shouldn't be going to that nightclub. No, nah, you need yeah. to be in this playbook. No, nah, you need to be breaking down this film. Take a look at the whole division. Like, you know, Baltimore's got some free agents. They're kind of old. division is a yeah. problem. Ba- Cincinnati Bengals are kind of terrible, let's be honest. And Pittsburgh's got turmoil with A.B. and mm. Le'Veon. So, you never know. Pittsburgh. Cleveland, division winners next year? Question mark? Man, now, it's you, not a far stretch. Now, the whole thing with Antonio Brown about him wanting out, do you think that's just all talk, or is that no. legit? No, I, no, I think he legitimately wants out. legit. I think he really just wants out. I think he's just sick and tired Well, no, I know he wants out, but does, is Pittsburgh going even uh, yeah. shop him? Obviously, when you have a player, his talent, no one wants him to leave. He's one of the that's best right. wide receivers in the league. But I think at this point, with all the social media stuff he's put out there and all the conversations back and forth with the owner. yeah. You know, and I think at this point, yeah, can you put everything on social media? That doesn't yeah, help. Never. He even had a video saying goodbye to oh. Pittsburgh. So yes, yeah, I seen that video. I just got to find a trade partner. I heard Arizona might be into him, right? Forty ers forty in San Francisco too, right? Howie Roseman, if you listen to this, do not. I repeat, do not pursue Antonio Brown. <laughs> I don't care. Don't do what it. What about Le'Veon? No, no, please, absolutely not. Please, no. Why do you say that? I, just no. <laughs> so right now we're rolling with Corey Clement? Is that what I'm hearing? The Steelers have actually ruled out trading to any AFC North team. Just put that on record. Okay. All right. So. Well, that makes sense. You don't want to trade them to a division rival. So, matter of fact, I wouldn't trade them nowhere in the conference. Yeah. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, once again, I don't want that drama. <coughs> I just don't. Yeah. Like, I like the locker room that we have currently with the Eagles. I understand what you say. You know, right now the only running back that we have is running backs we have is Corey Clement and Josh right. Adams. I still like Josh Adams. Jay Ajayi still under contract? No, his, no, he's his contract's expired. Yeah, oh, okay. his contract's expired. And so I'll be honest, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> he did. He when when he came in that trade midseason with the oh, Super Bowl run. You know, that was an underrated that, that, move. That was yeah. that was a great move. Yeah, that but was a true underrated now, move. Now, but now we need one. Do we draft? We, what do you think in the draft? You yeah, think yeah, go draft. Me, okay. me personally, I'm thinking look. Look to the draft. Yes. So with that money, we, we got saved with Foles, you know, not coming back. So And then Jernigan, not, not, them not picking up there's Tim a, Jernigan's option. There's a lot of there's a lot of decisions come up. Jason Peters, too. A lot of players moving around. That's right. Today we, we got the news that they're choosing not to franchise tag Foles. Yep. And I know your opinion on that because he's not your cup of tea. Tea. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <sighs> Didn't that tell you not to go there? See, this is why we need to have behind the scenes. Who up? Shout out to Nick Foles real quick. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick Foles, for everything you did. Now go to a different team. <laughs> Just don't pick the Giants or the Reds. Yeah, hopefully when we see him again, he won't be in our division. Dude, t- talk about two teams. Uh, dude, man, the Redskins, that's interesting. Never thought about that. Yeah, Alex Smith broke his oh, leg yeah. last year. He the Redskins is definitely an option. Could you it, imagine Nick Foles is like, let's stick it to them? And just no. goes no, to them. No, he, do he doesn't have that, that personality. No, yeah, no. He's, uh, that's just my Now brain. we got an injured Carson Wentz. Maybe he'll play again. Oh, here Maybe we go. He won't. Maybe. Oh, hey, here we go. Maybe is, he'll be good again. Maybe is Carson he Wentz like actually forgotten. talented? Like Nick, Foles, like Nick Foles' injury history is clean and squeaky. Yeah, sure. He's got that. He's got that ring to show for us. All I gotta say. Yeah. So does so Carson. Does Carson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Carson. you forget who put Nick Foles in the position? We're not gonna get into he all right. I'm not, yeah. I'm just we're, saying. We're not 
We're not going to no, get into no, this discussion. No, no, T, T, you make a good point. Carson Wentz was doing great things on the sidelines in the Super Bowl. And, uh, he was there, yeah. supporting, clapping his hands on the team. Yeah. yeah. He, sh- he sure was. He was Did, doing a great job. Man, the way he slapped Fletcher Cox's helmet and told him, let's be world champs. It was great. You know what? Great no, technique there. No, no one could do that. No one like Carson. Nope. Foles, in the meantime, was out there leading the charge down the field. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. There's a few guys on this team that didn't get a chance to play in the Super Bowl that deserved it. Jason no. Peters, Darren Sproles. No. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not just Carson that didn't get. We're the talking play. major injuries. We're talking major injuries. We're talking an ACL. We're talking a broken back. Come on, man. no, I, I'm no, just guys, I'm just saying, guys, come on. Did, did you see that? What was it? Seventy-nine yard pass that Carson Wentz threw that Nelson. Oh wait, that was Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what about that throw that he did on Wendy? Oh, I'm sorry. That was number 11. Mm. Oh, oh, remember that Houdini play? Oh, yeah, that was Nick. Oh, wait a minute. That was number 11. He was playing magic in the Rams. Do you remember the Philly special? When Carson went, that was Nick Fall. We can go back and forth with this all day. And I see right now that obviously I'm outranked. Listen, a couple weeks on the show, I said, do we keep Nick Foles? No. It's a question mark. And I didn't only I didn't say that. I didn't say just that. I said, do we start Nick Foles? And I think Obviously we made me, our decision. I think the three of us said yes and he said no. I think or he no, was you, Carson. You, I think you, realistically, I love I love Nick Foles. You you, but you said keep him but not start him. If we're That's being realistic, said. if we could keep Nick Foles, of course keep him. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. I agree. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. We're we're on your side, T. We're just we're just poking at you. Yeah, no, I don't like y'all poking the bear. I'll be the first to say if, if Carson Wentz was a, a Super Bowl, then I'll be freaking out too. So I'm not sitting here bad mouthing Carson. I'm just saying. <laughs> again, this man decisions. has no playoff. No, no. Yeah, playoffs. you made that point. Under the belt. No you, made, you made that point. Oh, right. oh, oh I'm I, sorry that you know injuries just happen to happen. Oh. Hey, hey, can I can Same I ask you can week. I ask you guys a question? Mm-hmm. Do you think the Eagles after Super Bowl Fifty Two kind of started a trend with trick plays with non-quarterback players throwing the ball because the NFL put together a video, an eight-minute long video, of all the attempted trick plays really? this past season. I, you know, I would it's say like eight trick, minutes. I wouldn't say trick plays, but I would say little things like going for on fourth down. Yeah. Well, a we lot saw, of teams we did saw that. Baker. Yeah. We saw Baker catch that touchdown. It yeah. was something that, Dude, there were it was something that Chip Kelly was supposed to do. A lot, definitely. There were More than in previous years, 100%. The, yeah. It, it was, was something that Chip Kelly was supposed to do. It was something that we expected from him, and he didn't do it as much, which was highly disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah, I can say fourth, fourth down, going forward on fourth down, yeah, they they brought that. Trick plays, nah. Dude, trick there, plays, there, there was it was an eight-minute video. Yeah, there was trick plays. There, it was an eight-minute video of all the attempted trick all, plays this And year. it all started in, in the Philly special. Yeah. You know. So, so did they start some sort of a trend? Because th- there were two that Detroit did. And both times they turned it over. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's Detroit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know. That's, yeah. Detroit. I know. Leave Detroit alone. We can talk about how the Patriots tried it first, but didn't succeed. Let's, Ooh, good point. Good point. Good point. Right. That did happen. Yeah, Tom Brady got hands the... for feet. Mm. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That didn't, okay. That, didn't, that joke didn't work too well. All right. Better play some other jokes. I hate y'all. Anyway. Right. Well, <laughs> since we're on the Patriots, you want to talk about what happened with. Mr. Robert Kraft. I don't know. Oh, well, man. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, he's going to jail. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody's going to get paid off. All, all of those Super Bowl rings never counted. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we wish. Actually, they, he he visited the spa the day of wow. the championship. Oh. Yeah. 
That yeah. must have been I where the thing story. happened. No. Yeah, he's 77. We won't specifically about it, but yeah. we know what we're talking Just for the record, he's 77. Wow. Just want to put that out there. Wow. 77? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 77, all I want to do is sleep. But that's just me personally. Okay. <laughs> all right, steer of the ship. Where are we going next? All right. We're going to talk this Sixers talk. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. The Sixers. Oh, man. Do we really got to go to the Sixers the way they've been playing the last couple games? Come on. We, really? Because I do also like want to get that. into the Harper stuff. But... No, we're going to get to that in a minute. But I, I know you have something to share with the audience. Oh, yes. This pissed me off to no end. I kid you not. Now, for those of you who didn't hear about the Markel Fultz interview, he was interviewed um, the minute he got to Orlando. Orlando, and he said some real interesting things that really kind of... Okay, for lack of a better term... It pissed me off, okay? It truly, truly pissed me off. Okay. We got the clip right here. (laughs) All right. We got the clip right here. Yep. And and, uh, the situation here, what is it that they've told you so far about uh, what that plan is and why do you feel like the situation is a positive change of scenery that that will work for you? Um, I think the biggest thing, you know, that we've talked about is just doing stuff the right way and um, just building me up both as a man and on the court. And um, I think that's the music to my ears, really just uh, two things that I really want to do is be the best player I can be and be the best young man I can be. And um, they do a great job of doing that, as you can see with the team they have now, and, you know, what they're doing now. So uh, I think that was, I mean, perfect. So Building yourself up as a man. I hate you, Markel. Are you kidding me? Building yourself up as a man? Hey. Hey, okay, I'm gonna because I, I, I like to. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. He's a young man. He's a young stupid man. He's a, he's a young man who needs some training. Who is who, an interview? Who, <laughs> who is growing? He's learning, and he needs to learn faster. And he, he he's just he's just excited. My doctor said I shouldn't yell, but he's yeah, he's excited. Hey, he's with a new team. He's I, got a new coach. I understand that, but there's certain things that you say. I know. You don't completely slap the people who drafted you number one overall, who had your back through this whole shoulder situation. Do we know he's specifically talking about the Sixers, though? He, he could be talking he about. He could just be comparing. He could talk about somebody else. Yeah. Oh. See, if if y'all if we had a video up in here. You would see the look I just shot Tanner for asking a question like that. <laughs> Seriously. Now, it's not over. It's not over. He goes on to say some more dumb stuff. Listen, Just listen to this. More dumb stuff. Oh, Let's, let's hear um, it. Uh, first of all, I have a lot of ties to a lot of guys on this team. You know, uh, even the staff as I'm walking around, you know, a lot of people are from the uh, DMV area. Um but with those guys, you know, they just tell me how great coach is, you know, how great the organization is. With uh, It's just a big family, really, and uh, I think that was another thing uh, that, you know, I'm big on is just the relationships and everything like that. So I hear a lot, of, a lot about coach, you know, um, not only from players that played here, but a lot of players across the league that I'm really close to. So um, I think it just excites me really to know that I have, uh, you know, a coach that's going to push you, you know, to be better and not just going to, I'll uh, tell you what you want to hear. So, um, for- Coaches that are going to push you? Okay. I hate you, Markel. Okay. Coaches that are going to push you? Maybe he was talking Look, about Look, maybe Brett Brown may not. You have- are in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't need no more inspiration. 
Oh my goodness. Hey, you want to go back to the trade and let's just let's just settle this down real quick. Two picks and Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons, who we've seen him in a couple games, he's been okay on the defensive end. Yes. A plus. Okay. Yes. Really good defensively. Yes. So when I first saw this trade go through, I was I was like mixed emotions. Obviously, Fultz, I wanted him to do something for us. Obviously, he didn't. But at the same time, I was like the return was questionable. Jonathan Simmons, a late first rounder who might not that might not turn into anything unless you find a diamond in a rough. And the same thing with that early second round pick. But now I'm starting to think Simmons a valuable bench piece for especially for the playoff run. You need the, you need the defense the defense when the playoffs come. Hundred percent. So I think that with Specifically, this interview with Markel Fultz, I'm done with him. I mean, it's in the past. It's over with. We're moving on. Whatever he says and does with the magic, it is what it is. Hopefully, he doesn't produce or do anything for him. Hopefully, he just sits on the bench the rest of his career. My whole beef is this. It's the simple fact that, first off, as as Philly fans, we are not patient. Okay, we are with him. We were kind of patient. I was sitting there like, all right, right, that's and that's and that's where the underlying issue is. It wasn't just the fans who were patient. It was the coaching staff. It was the players. They was always supporting this kid. They was always around this kid. They was always encouraging this kid. Whenever you saw them on the silence, they're always clowning with the kid. Mm -hmm. And for you to turn around and say comments like that, like it's about family, like the Sixers didn't treat you like family? Right. Through your situation? Come on. Choose your words better. That's all I'm saying, young athletes. I know know you. Look, I, I like playing devil's advocate. Do you think he was just being a little emotional and he didn't he, he doesn't actually mean what he's saying? Okay? Because I, I look, like you said, he's a young, dumb athlete. And maybe that's all he is. And maybe he wasn't when he said that, I, I, I wanna believe that he doesn't mean it. But that's but that's, I wanna I But that's the whole underlying issue. It's the simple fact that Okay, you know you're getting drafted into the NBA, so you know everything that you say, do, breathe, eat, speak, whatever. Everything that you do is under a microscope. Everything is going to be broken down to a T. So you say little dumb stuff like that? Seriously. I see Mark. Oh, he's frustrated. Not- he's frustrated. He hasn't played, you know, since what, last year? But whose year? problem is the that? Injury. I know. But, he, you know, he's not feeling anymore. He wanted to get some things off his chest, and I yeah. think... You know, I guess wrong moment might not have been the right way to do it. Wrong but. moment. Yeah, no, yeah, wrong moment. He was just wanting to get some stuff off his chest. Listen, Brett Brown even he he didn't find anything wrong with this. Brett no, Brown Brett Brown handled it with class. I, I, I think he just didn't want to comment on it. No, he didn't because because he handled that with class. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah we don't need it anymore. I see Markel's not your cup of tea either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the second time you've done it. That's the second time you've done it. Oh, I'll find one more. <sighs> I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the Sixers talk. Now, I don't know if you guys seen this. Once again, y'all know how I feel about Ben Simmons and that lack of a jump shot that he has, if we can call it a jump shot. Yeah. But it was one play during the Portland Trailblazers game on Saturday that disturbed me. It was a picture. <laughs> one play? That's it? I, th- I-, I counted like it 30. Was mo- oh, it was multiple plays. Yeah. But it was one play in particular that I seen a picture of. He was bringing the ball up the court and literally – Everybody was in the paint but Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was out there at the three-point line. Everybody else is in the paint. The disrespect, because they know he's not going to shoot a jumper. I'm sick of this. He'll, he'll he tried one. last night. Yeah, he we shot, saw he against the one. Pelicans. We saw Pelicans him. last night. Was that last night? It, it was the other night. It was two nights ago. It was yeah, a couple nights ago. So, but he needs to be more aggressive with the ball. If you have that much room, I don't care if you make it or not. Make the defense respect you. 
at the very minimum. That's all I'm saying. Make the defense respect you. Shoot the ball. Listen, look at look at what we have around us. We had Embiid out Thursday. I mean, you, and and also Boban's out. So Boban, yeah, negative MRI, just bruised yeah. bone. That's good. So let's be honest. Spring. Chalk that one up in the loss column because OKC and Paul George, while he's playing right now, uh, is on another level. That's gonna be a disgrace. You know, so I mean, we don't really have anybody to compete with him. I know you're gonna say Jimmy Butler and guys like that, but Tobias, but. Tobias I think has been Tobias, yeah, Tobias has been great. Yes. Talk about that game against the Pelicans. He yes. Tobias came in. I just don't know if this team can can get out of the East. I just don't think they can. Maybe maybe the conference finals. Maybe Full, fully healthy. Depending on that, there's a rough spot fully every season. The and bench right now is, we're going through it right now. The bench concerns me. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. We got a stacked starting five. We all know that. JJ Redick, where's he been the last three? Well, remember, four games? that's the one thing that we said you know was going to be a problem was the bench. Yeah. But could this? Uh, starting five carry the bench enough. I might if I'm Brett Brown, and this is just I'm spitballing here. I might take JJ Redick out of the starting lineup and bring him off the bench as a six man and put somebody else in there because so, I've seen him struggle, especially. Who you put in? I don't who you know. Put in. Yeah, that's the only. That's thing. The, that's the problem. Like I don't know. Mike Scott's been playing really well. I don't know if he's a starter at this point, but I mean, if he keeps playing the way he is, I mean, he's been shooting the ball really well lately. And JJ, I know that's what he does. He's gonna. He's one of the best three point shooters in the league. But watching the last couple games. His shot isn't falling right now, and he's a liability on the defensive end. Each team mm-hmm. just picks the mit- 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 <laughs> excuse me, the uh, mismatch, the mismatch with him. So we, we know I, what you're trying. To say. I just think that him coming off the bench as a sharpshooter, almost how like Kyle Korver was like mm-hmm. a couple years ago uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. I think he came with started to come off the bench um, towards their playoff run. I just think you want to get a younger, more athletic guy in there, and then have JJ come off the bench with that second unit, um, kind of as a veteran. I just that, the way that this is going right now. If this is how we're playing, when the playoffs come, we're not going to be. Don't even talk finals. We're talking oh, no. conference finals here, and and That's we're looking stretch. at teams. I think Toronto's better than us. Boston, talent wise, I don't know if they're better than us, but we just can't. We we're, we're not able to beat them. They they have our number. No, yeah. So no. Milwaukee, another question mark. But what we want to compete with these top teams, we just got to be playing better I, basketball. Joel Embiid needs to play. I I know this is yeah. hypothetical, but could you imagine? Uh, Ilyasova on this team and uh, Bellinelli oh, off the bat. Imagine, oh, imagine, if those two, imagine if those two were on this team. Yes. I was, Jeez. No, I was pretty sad to see Bellinelli go. I, I, I liked how I he like was playing. I like Bellinelli. Yeah. He Bellinelli, watch with the threes. I saw, one, I saw a game last week where he hit uh, three three-pointers in three straight possessions. He would just come down and launch. Nice. If we had that coming off our bench, though. Oh, my goodness. Arson, another Arson's good defensively yeah. too. You know, so him to back up, you know, down down low in the paint, and he stretches the floor too. And, and those guys, when when they left, I thought it was no big deal. I was like, we'll get better bench pieces. And now it's just, we're sitting here like, uh, what do we got there? Mike Scott, and then there's like really nobody else. Let's talk about <laughs> you know, let's yeah. talk so, about present instead of past and future. Who are we gonna have at center? Geez. Amir Johnson. Um, That's the only option you really got. Amir with, Johnson. With Bull injury. I'm going to go on the record right now. Amir Johnson's terrible. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm serious. Let's I think we honest. can all agree. I'm not being a joke here. Amir Johnson, I know. He's a veteran player, and people want to give him respect. I know. I have a lot of people tell me, give Amir Johnson a shot, but he, what does he bring you? Let it be known. They Can't sent shoot. him down to the G League on Friday. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he, I think that's just to get him some work. He missed a couple games. Yeah, he's not getting so any work. So. Yeah, he's... we got Jonah Bolden and Amir Johnson. Good luck. Yeah. That pink's gonna be. Honestly, but if you think about it this way, I would Embiid either 
we obviously all wanted to play because these regular season games, we don't want to just waste that the rest of the season because no. the playoffs come. No. Regardless, if we even if we fall here a little bit and we want to rest up our guys for the playoffs, our first round matchup, I know it's it's going to be tough either way. We're at a four. We're going to we're four and five right now with us and the Celtics. If we fall there, we're going to play the Celtics. If we fall at the three spot, you know Brooklyn and Brooklyn's been playing pretty well yeah, lately. Brooklyn so is a very underrated team. We obviously want to get Indiana out of there because they lost all the depot, and I'm still surprised they're hanging around. I respect that team yeah, a lot. Yes. I thought when they lost all the depot, they yes, down that is a heck of a gritty team, and they're still at the three seed right now. Yes. So. Olaf Depot was their yeah. offense, and they're still and going And now they're hard. up there. they got a lot of good players on the team. So I, I just think if you want to be smart about what would you guys do? Let me ask you this question. Mm. Would you be patient with Embiid? And obviously, Boban's got a serious, more serious injury, but with the resting thing. Do you rest them? We'll take a couple, cut our losses here and there, rest them for the playoffs, or you say, you know what, let's go after this three seed. Hopefully, we get an easy matchup with the Nets or somebody like Charlotte in the first round, and then we'll work mm-hmm. away from there. What, do you, what would you mm. guys do? That's a good question. Well, like, I don't think it's a – terribly bad idea to you know rest him for the remainder not the remainder but don't push him as a what 35 minute a night yeah that's what he is our bench is weak you know so we're all of our starters you're talking jimmy butler all playing 30 plus minutes i know and i don't think t's gonna like i don't think any of you are gonna like the sound of this i don't think it's an awful thing to play 500 ball the rest of the season why do you say that why do you say that every time whenever you look at okay sometimes you know, people will Disney teams will Disney movie their way into the playoffs, and yeah. you know they win every game. And but but typically, what will happen is you push hard at the end of the season. You get into the playoffs. The a number of teams will get this feeling. Okay, we're in the playoffs. Huh, we can rest. Right. And, but, but and that's when it picks that, up. That's that's, that's exactly yeah. where it picks up. And yeah. then so that's why I'm like, just ride out the rest of the season. And then as soon as as soon as what April hits, Perfect. you ball. Yeah, so how I, how far would you let it go if we were dropping down the standings? How far is too far down the standings? Jeez, in your mm. opinion? Now that's now that's a good question. Because you know if we get to the six seed, we're gonna have to be playing a tough team like Boston or Toronto. We fall to the seven seed. I'm not saying this. That's I mean that's a dramatic decrease. Right. But for no. this is just for an example. Then we gotta play Toronto in the first round, and they have home court advantage. I say you don't go no lower than five. Yeah, I agree 100 percent with you. I agree 100%. You go no and lower than five. The Dwight. only reason I'm, I'm saying let's keep fighting and, let, and be played because if we can get that three seed, we're playing the six, and that, that should be an easy first-round win. Mm. We can win that maybe 4-1, maybe 4-2, and get maybe like a little bit of rest before we have to play the big boys, Toronto, Milwaukee, et cetera. So well, I you, think – My whole thing is this. When you get to the playoffs, you know, no matter, you know, when you do play the big dogs, eventually you're going to have to play the big dogs. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's no getting around it. Whether you play them now or whether you play them in the playoffs, right. you're going to have to play the big dogs. So, listen. Would you want them first round? Would you want that? Uh, let's yeah, the let's just get it over play. and done with. All right. Let's just get it healthy. over and done with. Because then you you're, you're, you're eventually you're going to see them anyway. What if somebody maybe pulls an upset? Not saying it likely because the East, especially the bottom half, is weak. But what if you're like, oh, we're the three seed, we beat the Nets, and all of a sudden, uh oh, look at this. Charlotte coming in here, making an upset. All of a sudden, they beat, like, I don't know, maybe Boston. Boston's have been struggling lately, like, yeah. really badly. And Which we're all interested. You know what I mean? So anything can happen. Yeah. If I'm sitting here right now. If we're if we fall, no, no faller in five, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine, I'm with, fine with that. Please excuse my pessimism, but like, I know we're talking about this, but we know Gold State's winning. Yeah. We beat Golden State. I know. Yeah, Remember that game? Yeah, Clay Thompson wasn't playing, though. 
That's true. He was yeah, not playing. True. Hey, maybe he'll but be. But Tobias injured. wasn't playing in that one, was he? Uh, that's also true. Yeah. But uh, man, yeah. But we we all know the Warriors. Wow, Come I on. really just killed the vibe of the show. You one did. man that we might not see in you the playoffs did. this year, though, Mr. LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you wow. uh, mentioned that because now I got to go on another rant. Wow, Uh-oh. the king, the supposed self-proclaimed king. Wow, he's not your cup of tea either. Of the king James. <laughs> All right, rant go. <laughs> My doctor said I shouldn't yell at you guys. So I'm gonna try not to. But listen, LeBron said he was supposed to be going into playoff mode. Um. Where's that? Yeah, I'm a little lost about that comment because uh, what I'm seeing is old LeBron mode. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm seeing injured LeBron mode. Uh, this is playoff LeBron. Injured, banged up, beat down, worn down LeBron James. And then I don't know if it's just me, but when I watch the Lakers play, it just seems like that entire team just isn't inspired anymore. Well, they thought they're all the shadow gonna be going. of LeBron. Well, let's be yeah. honest. When they're that scared. whole Anthony Davis thing, they all thought half the team was going to be going. Right. They're scared. They don't know if they're they're going to be there. Right. And you can't blame that on them because I'll be the same way. Hey, man, you just tried to trade me, and now all of a yeah. sudden you want me to, you know, just play nice with you? Yeah. No. No. I'm peeled at you. I agree. Um, and I don't think they will. I think there's teams better. Even Sacramento. You know, the Sacramento's nine right now. I think Sacramento's better than Lakers the way they're playing right now. And the way, that, the way their schedule is, the West is just so difficult. There's so many tough teams. Those top seven teams out in the West are just, those are hard teams to beat. And it's not like the East anymore. LeBron's not in the East nope. where he's got to play like no. Charlotte and Detroit and teams like that. So, And that's the one thing I said to somebody. I said, look, he's going to go out West. That's not the best move to do because the West is kind of heavy. The more I think about it, does, does is he caring about this stuff? I just, he's, no, I feel he's, he's at more, this point, he's worried about his after career his at this brand, point. Yeah. You know, I see him. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see that same mentality that okay like i need to actually turn it on here and he'll put up like 40 50 because we all know we, he can do that if he wants to and put up like that 40 45 points but I, the, especially the videos that came out a couple of days ago with him playing defense like he's just standing there it's like not even engaged defensively i just i find it hilarious when he yells at the other players for not playing defense <laughs> and he just like plays what i like to call the ole defense you know yeah you got the you know red cloth right next to you yep. and just oh ole yeah <laughs> like Come on, lead by example. Air. That's all I'm saying. You call yourself your king. You call yourself the best player in the NBA. Right. You call yourself the best player in the world. Act like it. Well, Play like it. The, the problem is watching him dominate for so many years in the East. Now, we never thought this day was going to come where he would be like, oh, no, what happened to LeBron James? And now it's it's starting to come. It's, the horizon, it's coming up on the horizon. So if he doesn't make the playoffs this year. Which I don't I don't think, I don't he, think will. he will. I don't think that's going to happen. I, what do you, do you think? No. Do you think that oh, it is what it is, or do you think maybe Magic in the front office goes out and says, "All right, we need to get some pieces." There's for next definitely going to be no. There's going to be moves, some movement. Big moves. They're going to have to bring in some pieces. LeBron still is an attractive name. People still want to play for LeBron. Yeah. I mean, I personally wouldn't because I feel like okay, you like me one minute and then you're ready to trade yeah. me the next. That's just me personally. But LeBron still is an attractive person to play with. The Lakers are still an attractive franchise to play with, right? Because of their pedigree. Nah, it's all Clippers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Rockets with a healthy Chris Paul are a dangerous team. Especially watching last last season in the Western Commerce Finals, Chris Paul gets hurt game six. And, you know, if he doesn't, that could end differently. The Rockets could have been going to the finals. Yeah, that so, is true. The Rockets I, are still a dangerous team. I just, I just think that in the West, the Rockets are the Warriors. The Nuggets, low-key, very low-key. Watch out. I know they don't have any playoff experience, but they got, like, they got three guys that can hurt you. I'll tell you one team that's really disappointing me in the West, and that's the Spurs. 
what the oh, heck is happening <laughs> to the San Antonio Spurs? Believe yeah. they, they are the collapsing they right before our eyes. They are. I don't know that what's is, happening to them. That is not a Greg Popovich team that I'm used to seeing. I'm used to seeing team-oriented ball, ball movement, mm-hmm. playing defense, playing hard every play. I don't know what the heck is happening there. I don't know either. I'm going to say this about OKC. I hate Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I really do. I I, I think it's just he had Harden and Durant, and he still couldn't get the job done. And now he's trying to be the guy, and he's just not the guy anymore. He He takes too many shots. For being a poor shooter, just let Paul George be the man. I know Paul George is putting him in the same numbers. Just defer to him and let him go one-on-one. Russell Westbrook, is, is one of the, his ego just gets in the way of everything. That's why he's never won a championship. He wants to be the guy. He wants to be the guy with Durant. Durant was just flat out a better player. But he wouldn't let Durant do his thing. And then that cost him. Durant left. I'm surprised Paul George resigned last season. I mean, I'd be fed up with it. I'd be like, well, what is this guy doing? He takes, the, like, the yeah. sad part is uh, I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan. Wow. Really? I love, be, listen, I love guys with hustle. I love guys with drive. I love guys who just want to take control. It's his cup of tea. Okay. That's how right. so anyway, he feels about Russell. You say cup of tea one more time. <laughs> I'm going to reach across this table. <laughs> now, listen, but I understand your point, but that's for stats. He's a stat guy. That's what he is. He's just a flat-out stat guy. He's going to get his points, He's but, but look at his – Field goal percentage. Look at his free throw. He's shooting. He's a point guard. He's shooting low sixties. And that does disturb free throw. me. That when does that disturb the playoffs me. come, are you kidding me? You can't have your point guard shooting sixty percent from the free throw line. That it's kind of like us with Ben Simmons. Yeah, you know that that's, that's just me. stuff hurts. The little things. The little yeah, things are going to matter. Little things. And I and I was hoping like he would grow out of that you know selfish mentality that he has. Like I understand trying to take over the game, but that's just not in your DNA. He's just wired that way. That's just you not know? you. Yeah. And it's not just you anymore now on OKC. Yeah. Okay? You do have an all-star with you in Paul George. Steven Paul, Adams, he's, he's yes. a monster inside. Yes. And Paul George with these crazy buzzer-beater shots. He's, yeah. I would, he's, I agree with you, Max. Yeah. I would defer to him every single time. Yeah. I mean, he's on another level right now. The yes, way, he The way is. that he's playing. And they got them in the three spot. Portland, too. Portland's playing well. Joseph Nurkic. They got CJ McCollum. Yes. Damian Lillard. That's a big three right there. They got Enos Kanter at the deadline. Big time upgrade for them down low inside for it rebounds is. and stuff. So like, the West is gonna be fun to watch. I know everybody's saying the Warriors, but you know the last couple of weeks we've seen film come out. You know, we got arguments. Draymond, no one's helping out Draymond. I think there could be some problems with him inside in the locker room. Cousins arguing with Durant. I just feel like now it's starting to become like there's five All Stars there and they're starting to all butt heads a little bit. So that's just something to watch out for. I think the Rockets, the way they play, especially the last the last game they just played against. The Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Paul was on another level. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was playing insane. He was. So, I just think the Rockets, if they can stay healthy, they could. Clint Capella down low. I mean, that guy. He's a rebound machine. He's a double double machine. And I just think that he's a he's a problem because especially Cousins mm. coming off that injury. Yeah. And again, like the mismatch for the Warriors would be like Cousins out there. Capella would have to go out there and guard him. He's not the quickest guy, but he's down low on the offensive end with the with the alley oops that James Harden always throwing up to him. So. I just think the Rockets are a team to watch out for. They, they can make the finals easily. Yeah, they can. Once again, it's still the Warriors' championship to win because of the simple fact that, look, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and, and it does seem like they are breaking down, but that's to be expected when you put together a team full of all-stars. That's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have Eagles, especially because every single last one of them are used to being somewhat the man. Right. Especially, you know, DeMarcus Cousins being the personality that he is, Draymond Green being the personality that he is. I kind of expected that stuff to happen, but at the end of the day, it's still the Warriors at the end of the day. And playoff ball is a whole different animal. It is. 
It really you can, is. I'll fight with you in the, in the regular season, but come playoff time, you my brother regardless. Yeah. I think I really do think you. that there's a lot of great teams in the Western Conference. We know that. But I think the one team that has a legit chance to knock off the Warriors is the Rockets. At this point, at this point right now, barring injuries and stuff like that, because obviously they happen. But I think to really contend with the Golden State Warriors, the Rockets, and and even in the Eastern Conference, maybe maybe Toronto, the Bucks. I I know the Bucks are their record is insane. I just don't know once playoff time comes when they got to play Toronto, they got to play us, they got to play Boston. Right? Are they going to be able? Are they going to be able to step up? I know that they'll probably be the one seed, so they'll have the home court advantage in the playoffs. I just wanted to get here already, man. I'm, I'm yeah, sick. I agree. I'm, I'm psyched for playoff yeah, basketball. I am. This is the one time in a long time I'm excited for playoff basketball. All right, next topic. (sighs) I was hoping we could have avoided this. Your favorite baseball player. We got to talk. Philadelphia Phillies. I am personally sick and tired of the Bryce Harper thing. I'm sick and tired of the rumors. I'm sick and tired of the tweets. I'm sick and tired of the retweets. I'm sick and tired of, oh, he's going to sign this day. He's going to sign that day. He's going to sign by the end of the week. Listen, I'm going to say it right here, right now, over these airwaves. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. You don't care, but you're yelling about it. I'm so numb to it at this point. I just don't care. But you're yelling about it. Shut up. (laughs) I don't care if he signs. I don't care if he goes to another team. I just don't care. Because at this point, you're showing me who you truly are, and that is a hired gun. And I don't want that on my team. Even though I'm picking at you, I do agree with you. I'm perfectly fine with the outfield that the Phillies have right now. Why do you say that, Nick Williams? I mean, I don't like Nick Williams like that. Dude, dude, I'm fine with Nick Williams. He's a young player. He's only played one full year. Let me tell you why I care about this situation. All offseason, even opening it up, going back to what the owner said about spending stupid money. Mm -hmm. He missed it. He He definitely low-balled Machado. I mean, we could have paid Machado 10 years, 320 or whatever million dollars. Ended up going to the Padres. And now it's come down to he basically promised our fan base either Machado or Harper. Basically, he would back up the Brinks trucks just for these two guys. We either one of them. We're talking originally. We're talking getting both of these guys. Remember that right. in the very beginning. And okay, now, that was crazy from yeah. the start. I didn't yeah, really I believe, that, believe was, that. I wasn't jump. really for it. That, that was, was that was a real that. dumb thing to put out there. I'm not. A, I, I agree too. But I definitely thought, okay, we have to get one of these guys because of the way I look at it right now, Nick Williams, he would be a great bench player he as would. of right now. I think he's got the talent to mm-hmm. over the years, the next couple of years, to be an everyday player. Yeah. But I think with him. Odubo Herrera is, is a big question mark the last couple of seasons. He'll get hot for a month or two, and then he'll just be inconsistent. I mean, he'll go away. Same thing with Franco at third base. And and then McCutcheon. I like McCutcheon a lot, especially back when he was obviously the MVP of the league in 2013. Yep. But I just think he's on the downhill now, like the downside. And I think we need that one more superstar and and kind of put everything together. You know, we got Real Muto, Hoskins, both young really good players. You put Bryce, and again, I know, $350 million. Again, it's not my money, so I'm not sitting here like, oh, whatever. Like, don't don't, don't pay Harper well, 350 million. But again, we all want Trout in a couple of years. Well, well, yeah, that too. Plus, I feel like the thing that they that the Phils really need to focus on improving right now is their pitching staff. Look, there is not a lefty in that starting rotation. And I agree. I would look to Dallas Keuchel. Gio Gonzalez and, is still out there. Too. Gio Gonzalez. Still. I do not want any part of Gio Gonzalez. Really? Why do you say that? No. He's been he's been solid each year. No, I. Okay. I'm not gonna act like some baseball expert, but compare. I, I I'll I'll take Keuchel over Gio Gonzalez. Oh, definitely. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying if it came down to it, you want to get Gio on the cheap 
for number three in your rotation behind okay. Nolan Arietta. I see what you I, mean. I'd plug it I, in. I, I, I still, I, I'd really start focusing my money on Dallas Keuchel. And I don't know. Kimbrel still give, give Kimbrel a call. Mm. Yeah. Give Kimbrel a call because I do like Sir Anthony Dominguez. David I don't Robertson. In I don't. Back end. I don't. I don't like Sir Anthony Dominguez as the the uh, closer every night. Right. He's still a young guy. That's I look to look and see if he can get Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. See, I, see if he'd be interested. I agree. I think I, I'm surprised he's still out there. Mm. Well, I mean, his he wants that huge deal. He uh, uh, he came out and said he wanted six years, 100 million in the beginning of uh, you know the free agency. He's obviously not going to get that. But I mean, if listen, I, I agree with you. Now Harper's my favorite player in, mm. in all baseball, so I got like that tie still in my mind it's to, to see him in the Phillies uniform being awesome. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind getting it trade. Yeah, I know the same thing. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind trading like him for Keuchel and Kimbrel. The possibility of the both of those guys coming right. here and Keuchel, he's thirty-one years old, but but he's not a power guy. No, I think his not. arm will hold up if, if we got him. Um, it's it's just going to come down to Harper. And again, I, I think if Harper wanted to be here, he would already. Right. And I just that's think right. Yeah, yeah, that's and he's see, got that's, the Giants. And that's my whole point is that if you really wanted to be here, we wouldn't be debating this right now. We'd be talking about how close we are to being a World Series team. Yeah. But instead, we're still here waiting for a decision. Yeah. Now, this whole thing, you've shown me your heart. And now, I don't have a heart for you. Right. And that's exactly how I feel at this point. I don't want a hired gun. I want somebody who's going to be committed to this team. Yeah. I want somebody who's going to give their heart and soul to this team. Yeah. At this point, you're a hired gun. Scott Boris, the agent of Harper. He's doing he's doing what every agent should do, try to get the most. And money. I'm not mad at him. And now with him requesting that third year option, is it dude what's that, fishy? And that's Something the thing fishy. that irritates me the most. You demand that you your contract is guaranteed over three hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed, and yeah. you can walk away after three years if you don't like it. What? Right. Exactly. What? No. No. Sorry. I, baseball's nuts with their money. They are. Harper, Harper, Harper no or no Harper. I We're think still, we chose the wrong career. That's good. I just think from from what you're saying, from a baseball perspective, that left-handed bat in between Hoskins and Real Muto, right there at that number four, plug him in. That would look just that would just stack our I, lineup and you're, you're going or, you're going to roll your eyes and you're going to completely disagree with me. That's where I'm putting Nick Williams. I know you don't like it. Oh, How did you bat the lineup? You're telling me you put. You're not telling me oh, you put okay. Nick Williams in the uh, cleanup spot, are you? Is that, is that what you're telling me? Please don't tell me that you're putting Nick Williams in the cleanup. Dude, see if he can do it. See oh, if he can do it. Who are you going? Who are you, who are you going to put there? Now instead? you're extreme. Bryce Harper. That's what I'm going to put there instead. No, oh, here we go. Bryce Harper's not here. Exactly. <laughs> you're. You're. <laughs> then we're not going anywhere. The right. whole point is offseason. All right. We get a star all right. player. Look. Okay. You. Right. All right. He, this is my starting lineup right now. I'm putting Roman Quinn. Roman Quinn's hurt already. It's spring training. I know. Hurt. I know. I'm talking opening day, and who? I'm hoping he's. I'm hoping he's ready. Yeah. I because you know I like Roman Quinn. I I think he could be a very effective baseball player for this oh, team. Oh yeah. If he stays healthy. I, if he stays healthy. This is full. This is my fully healthy lineup. It's Roman Quinn. I'm putting Odubel in there. You put where? So where are you playing Quinn? You're playing Quinn in center field. Center field. You're, I'm putting Odubel in, in right. And then you're putting McCutcheon in left. left. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm. Do, I'm putting McCutcheon three, Hoskins four, Williams five, Real Muto six. So you, what do you got? So you, you're going to have Cesar lead off, and then you're going to put Segura in the two hole. No, I'm putting I'm Roman leading. So you want to have Roman Quinn lead off, and you want to go Segura, then you want to go what is that? Real Muto? No. Because because Real Muto has to be the t- he's he's still yeah. good of a hitter to, to be seventh eighth. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. You know? so you so, it's a good problem up. to have. It's I, a good problem yeah. to have. You got to at least move him I'm up putting, to three. I'm I'm putting McCutcheon at three. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm putting McCutcheon three, Hoskins four, 
See, when you put McCutcheon, I'll, I'll put Real Muto, Real Muto 5. Right, and, and, and I, get, I 100% agree with what you're saying. If that's how our lineup's going to be on opening day, then that's fine. That, that right. flows perfectly. The only problem is it's very right-handed heavy. Oduble, yeah. And that's, right. my whole, that's my I whole mean, issue. I you, mean, you can maybe put Oduble, uh, but then... If you have a lockdown right-handed reliever, if you have a dominant right-handed reliever, and you're in the ninth inning, and you have your big boys come up, you have your Muto, Hoskins, and McCutcheon, they're coming up to the place. So Gurry even, too. He's right-handed mm-hmm. in two all. Then you're, you, you know, they're still yeah. great hitters, but but they they get out seven out of ten times, you know. So I mean, remember the Toronto Blue Jays a couple of years ago? With all all righties. Oh, Adam Carnot. You're talking about Carnacion and Bautista yeah. and all that. Well, yeah, when it was Troy Tulowitzki, Josh Donaldson, yeah. uh, Kevin Pillar. I know he's not exactly Kevin the Pilar's best good hitter, defensive, but really yeah, good and uh, uh, Russell Martin. I yeah. forgot his name for a second. They were all <laughs> yeah. righties, and they look. Yeah, everyone knew like. As long as you put a lefty in there, you're good. Yeah. They still manage to hit the ball. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all great players. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. If, if that's how it comes, I'm, and I'm kind of with you guys on this, the whole Harper thing, if we get them, great. If we don't, at the end of the day, he probably doesn't want to come here anyway. Yeah. We spend our money elsewhere. Hopefully, I know Trout's no guarantee in two years, you know, but if he is, then we get him and, and, we're, and we're solid These right there. These guys are still going to compete. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, Don't we're still going to compete. We no. had a great offseason. To this yeah, point, look at our offseason. So I Gary think we trade, did, yes. McCutcheon, free agency. Key players that, we, that yes. we definitely needed. Yeah. Yes. I 100% agree. Hoskins, we already had. You know, this this lineup's going to fill out. I just think we're missing one or two pieces. And I'm not saying, obviously, you want Harper, but plug in. I, who's Not that anybody's still out there, but I'm saying we, we might need to upgrade. I don't, I'm a little uncertain on Cesar Hernandez. Um a l- very uncertain on Franco. I mean, I've seen him yeah. play three this years year. Third base this year's position. put up, yeah. it's you know? put up so, a shot for Franco. Kingry, this year. Yeah, Kingry's there too. I know he no had more an excuses. awful season last year, but yeah. At this point, Franco. I mean, how many seasons do you need? Yep. Right. And Full there, there will be players that are going to step up. We're not going to expect them to, but they will. Yeah. Um, it happens every year. But there's no more excuses. But I agree with the rotation, Chris. Your, your point about the rotation. Do, yeah. do you think Velasquez and Pavetta at the back end are t- Velasquez especially terrible? Do you think Dylan Cousins? sees the MLB for a an extended uh, period of time. I don't think so, uh, barring injury. If an injury happens, obviously it'll come up. Uh, but again, you, you're having, you obviously you have your star in Nola, Arietta too. If we, I still think we need a third. I know Eflin's there too, and he could be decent. Eflin, to me, Eflin is kind three, of not, four, right? not, three, not as extreme as Velasquez, but Eflin to me is also like he'll, he'll either be great or he'll be pulled I by the third. I think he's developing. I think he's yeah. like, okay, he could be a solid like four in your rotation. Exactly. And Velasquez, I just want him in the bullpen as like a long reliever. He because he comes out in the first like three innings, he's dominant. You know, I, he's got I, I wouldn't like hit that ninety eight. But once he he gets to like the fourth inning, he's throwing like a hundred pitches through like four and two thirds innings. Yeah, that's it's not like good. how is that possible? That's a good and it's every start. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's not good. I just feel like he would be better I, in the bullpen. Also, a guy that everyone forgets about, and I really like him is Jared Eikhoff. He's coming. Eikhoff's coming back. Yeah, yeah. He's coming back, and I I've always liked him. So coming back from injury, you missed yeah. all last season. So, hundred percent, right. I agree. All right, guys, this has definitely been a healthy discussion. This is now wraps up another episode of Backstreet Sports. My name is Tyre, Chris, Chris, Max, Tanner, Chris. This we, is for you. Shout out to Wayne Simmons leaving. We Nick know Fole, how to say our names. And any other athletes <laughs> leaving. This is for y'all. <laughs> yes, it has. All right. And to, all, and to all the listeners, next week, we'll see baby. You next week. Next week. Oh, yeah. When I see you again. Still going on about it. Yeah. Uh.